This Rise and Shine podcast series has been made possible by the generosity of the Zeitelman Family Foundation, which is committed to the unity and continuity of the Jewish people through meaningful and relevant Jewish education and wisdom. Like that boy in the boxcar, stay alive through keeping someone else alive. And to be truly living can mean searching out those who are freezing and shivering, not just physically, but also emotionally. This is Rise and Shine, a podcast that offers timeless wisdom and uplifting meditations to fill your heart, feed your soul, and start your day on a positive note. Here is Adrian Gold Davis. A few years back, a story circulated that's been actually verified as true. It's both a literal and a metaphorical example of the power we have to give and our mandate to take responsibility. It speaks of the power of human generosity and of how giving of oneself, one's time, one's means is an essential Jewish value. And in this process of personal generosity, we recognize that when we give to others, we are in fact also giving to ourselves. We learn that we can become the most alive and vital versions of ourselves. It's a reminder of the profound interconnection between all souls that in this human experience, we are both giver and receiver in almost all interactions. So get your tissue box. You're going to need it for this one. I'm going to share it with you now. In Crown Heights, there was a Jew, Yankel, who owned a bakery. He survived the camps. He once said, Do you know why it is that I'm alive today? I was a kid, just a teenager at the time. We were on the train in a boxcar, being taken to Auschwitz. Night came, and it was freezing, deathly cold in that boxcar and the Germans would leave the cars on the side of the tracks overnight, sometimes for days on end, without any food and, of course, no blankets to keep us warm, he said. Sitting next to me was an older Jew, this beloved elderly man from my hometown. I recognized him, but I'd never seen him like this. He was shivering from head to toe, and he looked terrible, so... I wrapped my arms around him, and I began rubbing him to warm him up. I rubbed his arms and his legs, his face, his neck. I begged him to hang on. All night long, I kept that man warm this way. I was tired. I was freezing cold myself. My fingers were numb. But I didn't stop rubbing the heat onto this man's body. Hours and hours went by like this. Finally, night passed, morning came, and the sun began to shine. There was some warmth in the cabin, and then I looked around the car to see some of the other Jews in the car. To my horror, all I could see were frozen bodies, and all I could hear was a deathly silence. Nobody else in that cabin made it through the night. They died from the frost. Only two people survived, the old man and me. The old man survived 
because someone kept him warm. I survived because I was warming somebody else. But friends, this is not just a true story, but also a parable of the most profound truth. Generosity is not just a value. It's also an act of self-protection and self-acknowledgement. Well, how so? Well, if we Jews are all one and all created in the image of the Almighty, then we're all responsible for the other because, in fact, we are one another. Like, metaphysically so. Let me explain. Shmuley Yankowitz writes that the Torah explains the following. All of us were present to accept the law at Mount Sinai. But how can this be? If I was not physically present, let alone born, in what way was I present? And barring a satisfying answer to that question, how can I be bound by a covenant that I didn't make? So the Jewish mystical tradition holds that our souls were present, although our bodies were not. That there were three million bodies and souls present at the time, but through reincarnation over time, these souls have splintered off and been housed in many bodies. Thus, one may truly have a soulmate who's out there is the other part of their fractured soul. If one is not inclined to such a mystical view, one can see an aspirational message in this idea. Of course we were not there on that day, but we should strive to connect existentially to the spiritual moment as if we were there and to replicate the Sinaitic experience in our own lives. And how do we replicate the Sinaitic experience? I assert that when we take responsibility to warm the limbs or the hearts of our fellow, the very process of warming them keeps us warm. When we see our fellow as ourselves, then we can keep the commandment to love our fellow as ourselves. We, like that boy in the boxcar, stay alive through keeping someone else alive. And to be truly living can mean searching out those who are freezing and shivering, not just physically, but also emotionally and psychologically. To look around the train, the room, the community, to see who amongst you is cold and warm them. Shoshana Braunbacher shares a story about the Hasidic master, Rabbi Mendel of Kotsk, who once referred to a certain rabbi as a tzaddik in pelts a righteous person in a fur coat. Rabbi Mendel of Kotz explained, when it's winter and it's freezing cold, there are two things one can do. One can build a fire or one can wrap oneself in a fur coat. In both cases, the person is warm. But when one builds a fire, all who gather around will also be warmed. With the fur coat, the only one who's warmed is the one wearing the coat. So what will we be this week? Will we wear our furs or build our fires? Will we share our heat or hoard it from some misplaced notion that we don't have enough to share? Can we look around carefully, especially in what is closest to you, to see who or what needs your warmth, your fire? Because just as Yankel was saved by his long, night-long movements to keep someone else warm, we too 
will be rendered alive by what we give. And this is Judaism 101. Let's remember the song from one of my old favorites, the New Radicals. They sang in their song, You Get What You Give. Don't let go. You've got the music in you. One dance left. This world is going to pull through. Don't give up. You've got a reason to live. Can't forget. We only get what we give. Thanks for listening to Rise and Shine. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Momentum Podcasts on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Join Adrian again next time for more timeless wisdom and uplifting meditations that fill your heart, feed your soul, and start your day on a positive note. This podcast was sponsored by the Zeitelman Family Foundation. Spread the wisdom. Inspire Jewish individuals around the globe by supporting Momentum's podcasts. To sponsor, contact podcast at MomentumUnlimited.org. You're listening to a Momentum podcast. For unlimited inspiration, wisdom, and empowerment, visit MomentumUnlimited.org.